0: officially in session with DJ Obsession, Obsession. a.k.a. Mr. Peterson. It's the In Session Podcast, broadcasting live live from Brooklyn, New York, where we discuss lifestyle, current events, finance, relationships, politics, entertainment, and more. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome DJ Obsession
1: just like that yours truly dj obsession definitely in the building and you are officially in session with yours truly dj obsession welcome to the scene hey listen i know there's a million different things you could be doing or a million different people you could be listening to but yet here you are listening to me and don't think for a second that i don't appreciate that because i do so let me give you a round of applause and today is a uh, kind of a special day i got uh, two people in the studio with me um uh, i got of course uh, the lovely shanika chanel in the building how the hell are you
2: hey i'm good how are you
1: i'm great uh this is the first time she's sitting in on the broadcast with me we it have is. had had plenty of conversations over the phone but i thought it was special to have her in with me today to share her point of view and to ask some questions because uh we got my good friend dex diamond in the building
3: sir yes sir what's up what's up world
1: dex diamond is definitely in the building uh started out doing a whole lot uh we met during the whole murder inc days yes sir yeah uh, and he's uh did a whole lot since then and now we are into what we called uh add what is it add
3: adventures music adventures music adding your venture to our venture to move it faster and get you in places you couldn't get to yourself
1: all right that that sounds like distribution
3: it is district we are a distribution platform but we have a the same amount of services that any independent artist or producer producing um content would need to for their marketing and so on and so on and forth like that
1: okay so let's let's give them a little history before we we get into the new thing now let's go back a little bit so because you know you gotta sometimes you gotta let people know where you came from so you know you battle tested and what those credits be like because they're like who is this who is this name? <laughs> a lot Ooh.
2: of owls in the comment sections they'd be like who
1: exactly
3: Who who is dex diamond
1: uh, yeah let, i mean i could take it back to where i met you go ahead okay Pick so at, at the time uh, i i had just done uh that sizzler bone crusher remix what year are we to, what year are that was 2004 okay. it was 2004 i know you before that but uh, go ahead. okay but that that is when we really start linking uh so it was like 2004 uh and uh that sizzler remix mm-hmm. ja did a remix and used that same sizzler uh, the sample, yes. right they can't keep a good man down mm-hmm. so him and 50 was going back and forth I, I remember that and um you called me up to the label a couple of times over at murder inc mm-hmm. we was uh, listening to some beats and some remixes and stuff like that and uh, then we got into a conversation about management and we've been rocking ever since so you know now you tell the people about dex diamond I, I mean it's kind of hard sometime for uh you to interview someone that you know so well so I'm going to try to step out of myself and interview you same way. But so, you know, give us some background
3: <laughs> background. <clears throat> I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. The, I'm a Kings County hustler. I'm from the 90s, original shout out to the 90s i'm back there from the 90s posse oh he
1: said posse yeah oh. you know does that so, come with a chat bout
3: <laughs> <laughs> get, a, uh, face. get a box you get a box you know what i'm saying that's what we was giving out that,
1: no no it comes with a coof. <laughs>
3: Ah. (laughs) I am in Kings County land So you're going to hear a lot of um, Caribbean mixtures amongst the cast members today Even though I'm just a guest But you know, like I say, I'm from the 90s Um, I did everything in the 90s that a hustler can do Um, From there, um, Giuliani started giving out these football numbers When he came in cleaning up New York City And that thus started the tag of snitch game
1: snitch game okay yeah, i'm saying
3: that's when the snitch game started coming they 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 lock you up they say yo we let you go if you tell us who's on the next floor upstairs they kind of give up the next man up they lock him up and that's when it came when i seen a lot of people appears falling falling for that banana in the tailpipe shit i knew i had to come out of the game so um just being in the 90s you know sitting in the car smoking weed I notices it was an empty spot that was always empty on winthrop and like between winthrop between 91st and remsen just abandoned for decades i grew up as a little kid watching it empty so me and my team my guys at the time i was moving around with we ate good so when we go into the yard restaurants we asking for breasts we want our food pushed the rice to the side no gravy this that you know so all the dudes them in these different restaurants we frequent and say yo On the money to open your own restaurant Man the way y'all be coming in here And being acting all picky So we always just laugh it off And say yeah if we open a restaurant You gonna come work for it They're like yeah man Of course we gonna come work for y'all niggas You know what I'm saying So one day we sitting smoking weed Me and my man And we said like yo we should just open a restaurant because we eating the food somebody just told us that in the restaurant so we outside sitting in the car eating eating, and we're talking about it and we're looking at the spot right right there in front of us we say like why don't we just build this spot get rent this spot and open up a restaurant thus we did so at the same time now Giuliani's you know they running rampant with that snitch game so open opened up the restaurant I had everybody all the hood celebrities coming through male and female i had buster i had haitian jack i had jimmy Y. clef everybody's coming through you see what i'm saying but then i get a phone call from um this from from a man saying like yo d this this label asked me to go out on tour with them but you know me I, i'm working but you know you your own boss you should go out on it because you know you that kind of dude and shit you know what i'm saying I said, fuck, I do need to get away from the hood. I've been running this restaurant for like eight months now with no life and shit. So I goes out on the tour. When I go to meet up with the people, I meet, I run into, I meet up with Irv Gotti, Chris Gotti, Ja Rule, you know, and the team and shit. Like the time, Ashanti, nobody's with us yet. We go out on the road and we do a 30-city tour. At the same time, I was um, moonlighting with Def Jam trying to get into the music game because i was running around with buster rhymes uh-huh. at the time so we was going to be going to see i was going to meetings with him at chris lighty's office in def jam and hype williams at mtv you know when he was interning over there and all this type of shit and um the first time i went up to def jam with buster i was standing in the um you've been up in you know once you get on the floors matt open cubicles only yeah i've been to def jam have offices mm-hmm. right yeah so I'm standing in there because Buster's in the office having them talking to Chris Lighty, and I'm just standing up outside the office chilling. I'm looking around. That was my first time really seeing the inside of a record label. And I my vision of a record label was always white people running around with suits and stuff. Like Not a dev jam. But when I went up there on Verick Street and I seen it, I seen you. I seen Obsession. I seen me. I seen dude from around the corner. they be, you know what I'm saying? Their I'm representation like, oh was shit. Real. Yeah. Oh, shit. So while I'm lost looking at that, this big, big six foot man walks up to me and say, yo, where's the coffee machine? So I gave him a funny look like coffee machine. I don't work here. He says, so what you doing here? So, I said, <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like fuck is this nigga but yeah you know, i gotta be polite because i'm with buster i can't right. be that that nigga on the streets like what i'm F- talking to him? You know, i can be like that you know right, what I'm right, right 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 so right i said i don't know so he said what you doing here i said i'm with buster he's in there with light he said okay so he went found the, the machine he came back with his coffee i was still standing and he started talking to me so what you do what you do at this time i was just finishing up the streets and i had just been doing my restaurant Right, right. So I said I own a restaurant And stuff like that He said oh cool He said you ever thought about being in the music industry I said yeah He said well if I was ever If, if my best advice to you Would be in, you come in If you're going to be in the music Be in the promotions department So I quickly said why is that He said it's the only position that you have to justify Why you're in the office When he said it in that ways to me Bells went off in my head He says, you have to justify why you're in the office. Because if you're in promotions, there's something going on outside. Right. That you shouldn't be. What are you doing in the office? We don't need you to push paperwork. We need you to push product. Exactly. Right. So I'm like, damn, that's what I do. I set up cracks. I set up. (laughs) I set up up spots, gates, (laughs) whatever you want to call it throughout the day. You know what I'm saying? And I know how to market to get. customers (laughs) customers <laughs> so i just looked at it as a different product we gonna
1: beep that out but continue
3: it is what it is you know what i'm saying i was i was a wild cowboy young you know you grow and you live and you learn you know that's why i give back now so so when coming out of that meeting you know i'm in the elevator with bus i'm like Yo, bus you can't get me in the music industry he said nah i can't get you in the music industry he said but what i can do while you with me and i introduce you to people once you shake their hand and you got my permission to go ahead and get their phone numbers or whatever so running around with him i started hearing one time i was in the, somewhere and a dude named kevin lyle's was there and i heard kevin lyle's it's like six people in the waiting for the elevator and kevin lyle's was saying like the fastest way into a corporation is through the mail room so i'm like and he, somebody must say like why he said because when you work in, when you work in the mail room you know the intertwines of the building you know whose positions who's what who's assistants who's the boss who's different things you and back then when you when a job opening came it didn't go out online remember they used to back in the day i'm giving up my age they used to post jobs on the bulletin boards in the mail room, on right, the conference right, right, room. Right, right so the male people who come up on the floors to deliver the mails and the packages they're the ones that put that um Job openings list in the conference room or wherever they put it. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. He knows the person who's having that position. He knows the assistant. You see what I'm saying? Right. He might can do the work because in the music game that day, there were new things opening up in music. Like what they call now, at, back then they called it new media. That was the touch of the internet starting to come in. You see what I'm saying That you call that new media Where you gonna do interviews For AOL online And people all around the world Can see Right Those never existed at one time Like our people take Things for granted Oh
1: I, I know all too well
3: <laughs> You know so it was, it was these It was these Type of things That I learned Just on the humbug Being around That made me say like Damn As a hustler This is the same Shit as a drug dealer Or a pharmaceutical salesman you understand what I'm saying? It's the same lifestyle. It's just a different product. This is how I want to live, like a hustler. But right. I'm doing something legit. I'm doing music. So I was all in 150%. And so, you know, um, so I went out on that tour for that month with um, Murder, Inc. And um, while out on that tour, Irvin, Chris and John were like, yo, when we get back, don't be a stranger. So when I got back, I came right back to my restaurant. And at the same time, I had picked up a contract in the tunnel on Sunday nights for selling food in the in the tunnel. Okay. Now Sunday night, mind you, there's five thousand people coming.
1: Oh yes, it is. There's
3: about a hundred to two hundred security guards that have to get there like four o'clock on a Sunday, so they never really got a chance to eat. So once I come in at six and my staff set up all that food, I have like damn near sixty to seventy security guards buying two plates of food. One to eat now and one to put down so that when they leave at four in the morning, when everything is closed, they got their food. They got they food right. But a lot of them got to jump on the train. Plus, all those people that was coming in the club, I was caking. So now I'm doing, you know, the restaurant and I'm trying to get what the murder ink do. I couldn't do both. At that time, I had boats, motorcycles, jet skis. I didn't have no time for those no more once I got in, start touring with these guys. So we came back. They said, um you know get down so i came in i was um director of the street team because at that time that was the marketing and promotions team other than clerical and administrative right and i came in i made my mark yo i came in I, i changed a lot of way that people marketed and promoted inside the the music industry thus you see the murder inc brand you know i built that brand since i made it a household name irv made the music he picked the right artists the other people on the market, everybody did what they had to do but then it comes down to radio promotions street promotions getting the word out there right so i was traveling all over the country doing all types of what you're supposed to do because remember this is corporate at the time so i've worked with rap artists i've rapped with r&b i've worked with r&b artists I worked with pop artists. Shout out to Vanessa Carlton, who was once on Murder, Inc. at the time. That's where I got a lot of my pop knowledge and pop um, experience with pop radio and stuff like that. Um, Then I um, I did country music. Um, Ashanti had a record with um, a country singer called Kenny Chesney. Mm -hmm. So we had to work that record as well. So working a record on urban R&B that's a it's a whole different ball game country you see that's a whole different ball game when a lot of people was just working for urban they only worked on rap records maybe some r&b so that's why i got a lot of knowledge and connections on different genres of music but moving forward we moved into a digital world and at the same time we went through all the you know these are all the episodes or these are questions for you guys we went through the murdering um, trial and the feds with Murder, Inc. We went through the 50 and all of that. And then at the time, Irv, after all of that, Irv just like, yo, it's no sense in continuing Murder, Inc. to make music if all the labels are going to be working to demise us.
1: Okay, so so let, let's stop. All right, so you, you said a lot. Uh, that was a lot of information. That was a lot Find to a digest. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay, so now, since since you stop right there, let's just kind of talk about um, when everything started happening with 50 cent and ja and that beef and then you know that along with the trial and taking murder out of the name and just call it calling it the ink like how did all of that come about
3: well um first thing i want to say whenever we do interviews it doesn't make a difference who it is this topic always comes up yeah it's a 20 year old i know 20 something year old beef and to us that's so so far past me it, you know it, it is what it is i could say things like this um we were like a murder inc at the time we were like a, a 250 million dollar company generating you know that's all the money we make in murder inc so even if 50 did demise job or whatever take away what a hundred million 150 million we still have. We're still like a hundred or a hundred and fifty million dollar company. Okay, fifty I, was not the threat.
1: No, I'm not saying that. Okay, what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to get is like, what was the the vibe like at the label?
3: The vibe, I mean, the vibe was, we doing what we do. Don't give a fuck what niggas think. We we doing us. We, we, once you make great music, there's nothing more you can do. You see what I'm saying? It's now,
1: not, now, now you also said. The labels working against y'all what would you mean by that like who was working against y'all
3: um universal def jam you know on all so they-
1: you're saying they had a vested interest in stopping you guys
3: well you see when you're going up against the feds you have to understand those people who helping the feds the feds might fuck around and go in your closet mm. we love you murder inc you know this is probably the bad boy stance all these other labels stands we love you but y'all fucking with the feds we can't do nothing we we don't want some problems because we got skeletons in our closet
1: got you You
3: yeah i'm saying it it was so bad that while in trial and we're waiting for deliberation universal actually had their lawyers come into the courtroom to try to get chris and irv to sign papers to give up you know their 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 um joint venture their 51 percent and creative control of murder inc to universal because like breach of contract like they was really confident that what the government said they had on us really had you know they thought we were gonna go down wow you know only one percent of people beat the feds
1: oh i know
3: all right so we're in that one percentile but you got to understand 50 didn't stop the money flow the feds did that 50 was a, a, just another issue knocking on a on a door that's already cracking hard you see what i'm saying right 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 and he was they were paying money to to make sure that can be seen to people because you got to remember universal owned interscope and they owned um def jam universe you know that, that 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 side right so right. all they did was take the money that murder inc they were given to murder inc for advertisement and everything all the machine all they did was switch it over to 50. Mm. so this is what we're saying that how can we win when they working against us they took our supply to give to this guy got you See, but the fans don't understand that it's not for the fans to understand they understand what they read and they see what's on the news you know what right saying? right
1: and then they hear they hear a hot song or a little diss track that everybody's bumping at the moment and they feel like well this was really the catalyst like this Bang. is what did it but they don't know the inner workings of what's yeah. going on behind the scenes
3: you know i know you know what i'm saying the feds had feds came and got me out there in la a
1: put, word? put a
3: million dollar bail on me
1: I didn't even know that. As long as i known you, I didn't know that. I never knew that. You
3: should have. It was like all over every tabloid, every news, CNN. It was, you know, I, I was living in the murder mansion in L.A. at the time because I was working with Black Child and Cadillac Ty yeah i remember that on their promo tour so we was on the west coast for like three months hitting up phoenix you know all the west coast but had a base in la at the mansion you know what i'm saying right so after like a a month um i'm in the i'm in the limousine me i remember clearly now me my co-worker which is my brother now tarik and cadillac ty after being three months on the west coast we finally going back to new york right get in the limo we pull out of the mansion we pull out go down the block then the limo the limo stops so you know we pull on the divider to, so we can see through the windshield and we see the car is stopped and we're like what's happening driver and then as we're saying that i'm seeing from the front mirror because it's tense i ain't even look to the sides yet i see these dea atf um, every alphabet just as you know the cops it's right. rushing somewhere towards coming like towards this limo. But, you know, I'm, a, you know, I'm good. We good. Then they surround the limo. Wow. And they said you quickly heard them say, driver, turn the keys off and drop it out the window and come out
1: with your hands up
3: and walk, turn around, walk backwards. I was the last one to come out of the limo. Right. So as I'm going down to the floor, like say you're on the floor already, obsession. As I'm going down, I say your obsession. What the fuck is going on? And you you turn your neck up to to look at me, and you say like, yo, this is for you, nigga. Wow. wow. And and he said that I'm getting ready to lay down, but just think if you standing up when they say like everything just fell down to your stomach. You know, you know what I'm saying. You get this nerves. That you, 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 everything just dropped to your gutter oh i get it
1: i know exactly what you and
3: said and then the same time they did that they 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 turned my face and they put a picture and they said we got him we got him they start handcuffing me up start lifting me up they told them dudes and the, they can go back in the car my last words to talk and cadillac was like you call chris call herb let them know what happened right wow. so they put me in the car and they swifted me away Sam so calm like I hope they heard me And they gonna call him I hope something's going on Right now I look like I'm going to jail Look at all this shit These niggas had grenade launchers Everything That's nuts But they listed Because I would have to take you back A little bit While we were in Vegas The feds raided The murder inc office Took all our computers All types of shit They found a gun In my office mm. They said At the time When we came back From Vegas You know They said they weren't here for no guns. This is the feds. We came to get the computers and shits like that so they could do their case. Right. So that's why I had left and went on tour with Cadillac and was gone for three months. So they knew where I was because they was tapping our phones and the two-way pages at the time. Yeah. This is. I'm speaking from hindsight and trial. We see all, you know, all the evidence start coming out. He got all our messages, all types wow. of shit. Wow. Everything niggas is talking about. So... um. I'm in I get So I get to the jail And as I'm coming in Once I walk in the building You see all kinds of court offices And different people In the court system Lined up And it's like They walking me down this, the, 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 the green mile Or some shit And they like Yo that's him That's him Cause the word's going to a Murder inc Exec top Murdering executive Arrested by the feds For um you know that time we had uh, the case going on so it's money laundering um firearms you know they just the music, you know the building the case so anyway i get to the i'm in the jail and before they could fingerprint me in these types of process if anybody been to jail they already saying like yo you got to bring him upstairs his lawyers is upstairs so me i'm like all right Right. all right i'm all right something happening I'm, i guess this is celebrity life or something you know what i'm saying because this is not the usual way i go into the system and shit right right so they take me upstairs and two lawyers come in and they're like yo don't worry um we're from so-and-so law firm we retained from new york from another law firm retained us to To represent you, just a you know, bail the bail hearing, the, the arraignment court, and shit. right, right. So he said, "Don't worry, you're gonna be going home. You know, you cool, you good, and shit, right? Get up there to see the judge and say something, blah, 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 blah. said, yes, okay, blah, 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 blah. Judge said, um, two hundred and fifty thousand dollar bail. The prosecution says, um, Your Honor, um, this guy could be a flight risk. He's from the Southern District. Oh, he, no. you know, you can see he has a criminal record where he had. Warrants, bench warrants, and shit like that. He's warranted in the past. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. So then the judge said, All right, so what do you want to raise the bail to? They said, A million dollar bail. The lawyer said, Okay, right. The prosecution once again said, Your Honor, we request because this is a money laundering case that we have a bail hearing as to where this million dollars is coming from. So I had to stay in jail this was like a four-day weekend or something like this so i was in jail friday saturday sunday monday because court couldn't resume until tuesday damn so tuesday they had the bail hearing and everything matched up Irv, uh, murder Chris and christener put up eight hundred thousand. i put up two hundred thousand, and i came home and went back to the murder mansion and chilled out for a week before i came back to new york and started you know back to what we was doing and shit the Damn media. Irv and Chris said like Yo Pick whatever lawyer you want Says whatever They picked like Irv's lawyer I think With everything said Was 3 million Chris With everything was probably 2.8 million Mine's I don't even know what it was Honestly I didn't have to pay no No um, Lawyer fees I didn't have to pay no fines No nothing Any retribution to payback irv Murdock took care of all my shit my nigga unlike you know the situation unfortunately with my two ygs from my neighborhood bobby and rowdy when they got locked up i called my lawyers quickly and they went to go see them
0: Mm. you know
3: what i'm saying because they're the best at guns. she's you know shout out to stacy richmond that's where, right. You know, what I'm saying from the Murray Richmond law firm, come down to guns, especially in Brooklyn, New York City. That's who you want to get the Stacy Richmond. Nice little you know plug in saying? right there. But All they right. went shout the Stacy <laughs> Richmond. Yeah, they went with the the black dude, which I'm not mad because he's a capable lawyer too. Right. You understand what I'm saying? But the record label, I believe, is Sony. Didn't pay those dudes bail. Remember they were had two billion, two million dollar bail. I, re- I remember.
1: Wasn't Bobby signed the Epic? I remember he was yeah, signed. Yeah, they yes, it right? yeah. it's, it's, it's Sony Epic, right
3: over there. It's Sony Epic. At yeah. the time, yes. Okay. They didn't put no bread up for them to get them out. They didn't bail them out. Here's your top sellers or about to be your top sellers, and you didn't even put up two million. What is two million for each one of them from a Sony? Yeah. Right. They're gonna generate that money back.
1: Oh, they made hella money off that that one ass single.
3: Exactly, but they didn't put it up. So when people ask me why you still fuck with Murder Inc, nigga, do I need to say more? That's a I'm fact. not a rapper. I'm not a singer. I was a dude that's, that's a that fact. does administrative work, marketing, promotion, touring this type of shit, and they putting up that type of bread. Covered all these loyal. That's loyalty.
1: I, absolutely. Yes. They ain't hit you with the you on your own decks.
3: None of that. Or you got to pay. I'm st- back. I'm I'm still here to this day with them.
1: That's what's up And that brings us To the future To Adventurous music
3: Not Adventurous Ad- Adventures Adventure.
1: Excuse me Let me get it right Adventure yeah. music group yeah. Right Adventures
3: music Adventures, adventures no music, music. No, no music
1: group yeah, Just no. Adventures Adv- music Adventures
3: music yeah. Okay It's like adding your venture To us But it's music Ad- content Music and video content And who's involved with this Chris Gotti is the founding CEO Technically I am the COO um, we have a latin division um the president of our latin division is the infamous legendary don De Niro. Um and then we have you know our administrative staff but the main figures you see as far as this movement is um chris Gotti, um dex diamond don De Niro. we travel the country trying to empower and educate independent artists um producers managers editors you know we have a program at the company because since we travel We need everything that artists need to show what it takes to move content right and that's what we have we have shooters we have editors we have digital marketing people we have all of these things because we're leading by example we're independent so we're showing independent artists and producers what you have to do to be independent and survive i'm not saying that our platform will make you a multi-millionaire and in the one percent of artists but I could definitely tell you there's nobody else giving you this knowledge, this information, the networking, you understand, right. to help the independent artists um, go beyond. Um, there was a saying a long time ago, a commercial, Charles Schwab commercial. They used to say, uh, educated consumer is the best consumer. Right? Do you? I don't know if you guys remember this. I Charles remember Swallow Charles Schwab. I remember yeah, he had a commercial like that because they were selling stocks and equity, so they needed intellectual, smart people. At the time when that was being said in the music game, you don't want to hear shit like that. You keep that away from artists, right? And they manage. You don't want them to be educated because you got to keep robbing them. You know, the, the record label game, if you don't know, is designed to rob the artist. That's why the demand and the urge for independence is great you got to look at it like this when is it time to free the slaves you understand what i'm saying yeah because artists have been slaved to these record labels for yeah decades
1: and and um, the the labels that that answer is never
3: exactly they're not giving anybody back their pup that were you know now in these days people are able to negotiate their masters back buy their masters back and so forth but a lot of people their masters is trapped the artist has died the label or the, the people who own the master and is making money hand over fist and the, the family members of that estate are starving right or they won't say you know what we had this for 50 years or let me 60 let me give years. it back let me give you half or let me give you something because the money they might be piecing them off is bullshit
1: it, it makes me think of uh stevie wonder's situation where um his lawyer his lawyer who he had most of his career died. And he kinda audited all his books and he realized there was this money going out every month. Like, where's this money going? It was to the lawyer's wife. Because uh in the contract the they had it uh that he would get paid in perpetuity and it mm. would transfer over to his family and everything else. So Stevie Wonder went to court and fought it and won rightfully so. So you know you gotta kind of watch the paperwork. So that lawyer, even though he was down with him for all those years, he was still sheisty yeah. too. He's yeah. like, look, even when I'm dead, my family's still gonna eat off Stevie's yeah. money. Even when Stevie dead, his is gonna eat off this estate forever. But you know, uh yeah. they got rid of that. So you gotta be careful, yeah. man, with the I, paperwork, man. Yeah,
3: I, I tell artists two words to stay away from when signing a contract: perpetuity and infinity, <laughs> because that means never ending. That's exactly your case. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to be when you see those in your contract, you got screech quickly because they might be saying you got to get them whatever money for the rest of existence. Yeah. Till trillion years from now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's crazy. And it's just like none of these other DSDDPs, digital distribution platforms. There's many out here. Some name brands. Um, I'm in comp- we're in competition with them. But none of them are doing what we're doing as far as distribution. See, we just don't have all this money to, to put up this facade and these flashing lights. What, right. what we're based on at Adventures Music is simple. Two plus two equal four. You come over here to Adventures Music. We're going to educate you. We're going to empower you. We're going to give you places to be seen and to be heard. When you're an artist from Boise, Idaho... Who do you have to help you with your music project? Yeah, that's a fact. See, when you're in New York, Chicago, Miami, L.A., we take it for granted because we see the stars in front of us like regular, you know. Yeah, I mean, you, you grew day. up in
1: a major city. You have mm-hmm. a different perception of, of what the music business is or just reality. Your reality is totally different from somebody from Boise, Idaho, Thank as you just said. That's, it's just so that's, home, that's what there.
3: our platform is built on, that concept. The people who don't have the resources, but they have the talent we all know everybody know that talent is found at the bottom that's where you find talent everybody who's made it to a star except for millenniums now whose family was had this money or was a a actor or sports athlete and you went to affluential schools and things like that, you were able to net your work network your way into something that's rare you see, what I'm saying. So imagine all these artists, the artists from the next building over here. How many artists must be in this area alone that have no resources, no real understanding? Once they make the music, once they make the video, once I upload it, what next?
1: So, how do you reach out to to people? What are, what is like uh, some of the main ways you you uh, advertise the artists or market to up and coming
3: artists? How do I market our company? Yeah, by pulling up in your city. <laughs> But like if, if you ch- if you check our uh, check out adventures music you're gonna see for the last six years and you got to take away two years 18 months for the pandemic we've been in over 150 cities in the u.s okay. predominantly the, the east coast every city multiple times so we have resources we have commercial radio internet radio podcasts club owners everything in all these cities
1: okay well i got a homie that works over at empire shout out to my dude l nice and they do this thing called pull up and play mm-hmm. right where they just pull up to a city they rent a studio out and they tell everybody look um these a and r's is going to be at this studio pull up and play your music and it's been getting a really good response and they've been like all over the country with it um do you guys do anything that's even close to or familiar you know (laughs) similar to that
3: we 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 set the example what you're telling me that's that's a spin-off from what all these um um distribution platforms is seeing what we're doing we changed the distribution platform of the way that these distribution platforms are dealing with the independent artists when they seen what we were doing they, it forced them to change their game.
1: How many years you've been doing this now?
3: Adventures Music's been up now since 2016. Okay. Have you guys
2: I, been sorry. We don't to go ahead. Go Have ahead. you guys been doing like showcases? Oh,
3: man, we, we set the trends in, what do you guys in, call in, it? in in real showcases. Um it was many different names but basically it was like the Adventures Music um presents um, a seminar and tour where you come to we pull up in different cities. Um, We have a seminar giving you the the fundamentals and the understanding, giving you an opportunity to ask Q&A and then we give the stage, the winners, um, the winners receive a distribution deal and a startup package from Adventures Music. Um, Unlike what makes our showcases different i wish it was in the scams and the bullshit. right whereas you you sign up for this showcase because it's all smoke and mirrors and everything and the winner gets a deal to go to def jam just say right all that happens you go to def jam and you sit down in the a and r dj's obsessions office and you play your music and you talk to him and he shakes your hand and tell you we'll get back to you I'll let you know and this is what i see is the main thing that i see the best thing that results from that showcase you're going to see this a and r and everything this is the number one trending thing that i see and you're going to say yes how many times you look at somebody's instagram or whatever it is and you see them at Atlantic Records or Sony, taking a picture. Oh, plenty of time with That background right <laughs> there, in front of, right of the logo behind, yeah. it. in front of the elevator, yeah. because that's what you get when you go to a lot of these bullshit showcases. You get an opportunity to take a picture at the logo and put in your captions up here at Def Jam: Great meeting, big things coming. To artists, they think that shit is hot shit. Yeah, they think it's going to make people just run to their music and run to them. You understand what I'm saying? So
2: I have a question. So. With your seminars And like your tours And stuff Do people pay to come People pay to come And then Yes they That's how they Yes
3: people do pay You do have to pay to come Because it's a cost For me to bring my team From New York To let's say The furthest part I've been with my team Driving um, St. Louis Missouri Far as Texas On the lower end You see what I'm saying Houston regularly You know We're we're known Throughout the We're known throughout the country It's just that We don't have or we don't spend that money to place ourselves in the in the lanes with the flashing lights and everything
2: so adventures music is basically like a distribution company it's not considered a record label no
3: it's not a record label just strictly distribution the difference between a record label and a distribution company is you make a record and we put it in all the stores so people have the access to buy it for you
2: right but what would make an independent artist say, you know what, I wanna distribute through Adventures instead of doing it independently through like Ditto or, or Distro Kid or Tunecore?
3: Why? I'ma tell you exactly. That's a great question. I love that question. That's what I'm saying. It's two plus two for here. The majority of artists that's on Adventures music came from Distro, Empire, C D Baby, United Masters. The number one complaint, they don't get no representation. You deal with a computer, you upload your music if you have problems good luck sending an email and waiting for a response
2: are you telling me that adventures music um they also handle placements because we know that with distribution you put it in the stores we know itunes apple music spotify but are you offering like playlisting services yes i'm gonna tell
3: you how we offer our play these good good questions i like these questions yes we offer a placement we like i said we're about real shit here no water down no fugazi shit you eat what you kill over here at adventures music you understand what i'm saying so when you're a member on adventures music once you send your music to us it automatically goes to the top placement company in america okay we cannot make them pick your record right but if they pick your record and your record clears all the legalities and they want to offer you a hundred thousand dollars you're going to give us 25% because we got you that placement. Right. Not like other companies or sharks out there where they tell you pay them $20 or $100 for placements. Right. How are you going to take money from somebody for placements when you guaranteed. can't guarantee them? Right. Right. So once we quickly learned that, that's what we did. We you on our team. We send in your music and if they pick it, your legalities work out. Give us 20%. Give they me $100 and I'm gonna let you roll the dice. That's basically what that-, what that sound. like. Yeah, I'm not charging you to send it to to your platform to see if you want to use it for your movie. Right. If you want to use it, there we have so
2: it. So it's basically like, oh, we don't get a cut until you're actually going to make until something. Until you get some money. So now I have another question. Go ahead. So is this... Okay. So anybody can say, okay, like I want to be a part of adventures. Yes. Are you accepting any and everybody, or do you genuinely care about the music or it just about like the, mon- the money they could potentially make?
3: No, it's not about the money that we could potentially make. If you think about the fact, what we're trying to do is give independent artists a better leverage as being able to compete in this game. Artists don't understand that if, when you go to Spotify, if your artist that you're looking for is not on the home landing page then you have to do what type in their name right right that means you have to know that artist's name if you're looking right. for them right so that means if i'm looking for drake and drake is not on that cover page as long as i could type in dr his name might start popping yeah, up it'll as pop long as right. everything in dra is coming up right? right so it's a level playing field at that point no matter what platform you see what i'm saying so if you're not on a home landing page somebody has to type in your name so if they don't know your name how are they going to type it in so you at that point you're at a level playing field, because they have to type it in. Got you.
2: My question is: Would Adventures ever turn someone away? Is it a situation because you guys have been in the industry for a long time? You mm-hmm. guys are seasoned. You guys recognize talent, but there are plenty of independent artists out there. But that doesn't mean they're all good. So if somebody comes to you and say, you know what, I want you guys to distribute my music. If you and know it's trash. it's trash, will you still
3: yes, try I w- to help I will them, still, or will you? As long as it meets the requirements of all the um, premium streaming platforms, mm-hmm. yes, we've we'll put it out. Okay,
1: now you, okay. you've said that a couple of times. As long as it passed the legalities and stuff like that, what, what are some of those legalities? What are some of the hurdles? For which question time? for being able to just. About? The music Like okay you saying TV Their songs have to be Have to pass It's, yeah, it's okay, like a to, to quality get, control yeah. Before it actually gets out there yeah, So okay. what's, what's some of that quality okay, control look at
3: YouTube right You could put anything up on YouTube No matter if it's fuzzy Nasty um, You can't really understand the audio You can't even really see the picture Right But you can't find content like that If you go to Vivo Or if you go to Facebook video Or Tidal video Or Apple video or spotify video you're not gonna find content like that because they have requirements
1: i get that but you said you specifically said as long as it passed the
3: legality well that, we was, that, was, uh, that was that claims. was that was on the placements right on the so placements. if they like your record now because a lot of artists they get records from producers that they bought online on youtube but they don't
2: fully right. own it
3: and they tell them like yo you bought the license in for it but they sold that license into a 100 other people too as well because you just you. license it so you don't own it so once these placement companies go through and they like your song and they start the legalities and they see right off the back obsession lied to us it has samples in there he don't have the letter of clearance for the samples they're not gonna fuck with you no more they're just gonna go straight to the publishing company excuse me who owns the, the original masters to all this anyway mm-hmm. got you so that's what i'm saying like we have so basically we, we,
1: you're saying you gotta have all samples cleared yeah and, when you and yeah. make sure your paperwork together with the song
3: ahead of time uh it's not yeah. something you're trying to work so out Adventure on the fly doesn't help with that we, we listen to me if we can help because if we want to get our cut off of that hundred and fifty a hundred thousand they trying to give you and we see that the legalities could be cleared up we might try to see if we can help you so we can get our little cut off right. for of that gotcha. you understand what i'm saying because it's work that's work right it's work yeah but we had artists like um we had an artist i believe his name was key De heater he submitted music and they went to the placement companies they picked it he was in um ncs louisiana with LL Cool J shit oh, and, and, and when they're doing a club scene they you know, cops them inside the club casing, looking for the some a perpetrator or whatever the song or whatever. is playing in the club his song is playing and somebody's on the stage either dancing or what you know go-go whatever it is he got his check we had HBO try to give these other kids these two dudes 90 racks and they lied they said they was mm. they they you know there was all original shit and everything and once they dived into it they found out that somebody else owned the publishing on that whole song and they just went to them wow and and, and got it Fumble their
2: own bag
3: you Damn. know what i'm saying so it's crazy man so it's, it's, it's a lot with it man yeah these are the things that i'm trying to we're trying to educate these are the things you can't get at none of these other distribution platforms as far as distribution i cannot knock united masters cd baby Imp- none none i can't knock none of them as far as distribution but that's all they do most of the people distribute on a lot of these other dsps um D- ddps is because their favorite artist is distributing right. on there that's the only reason they distribute on empire You're or correct. united masters or cd because one or two of their favorite artists that's where they put their music out got gotcha. you
2: i've seen that quite a few times like in the jamaican industry like when you know everybody was distributing through johnny wonder and happiness 21st Happy List, and then all of a sudden it was zojack worldwide because vibes cartel was using them and then i was like Well what's so special about them they do the same thing they just you know put on apple music spotify this and that but the promo doesn't come along with it and i think that's where a lot of artists get confused they equate distribution with promotion
3: yeah
2: but in this case, you're kind of doing both because yeah. you're distributing, but you're also helping them with placements. It's just up to yes. them to make good music
3: Yeah, and, and, and not have a lot of samples or have the problem. Like I have artists that's putting out records with French Montana on it. And now these um, these these DSPs, when you have an artist like that, they want to see a letter of authentication that you have the rights. Right. They pull it back down because they don't even want to get a letter from French Montana's people. Right. Like I just had an artist put up a song with him and Sway Lee. Is it okay. Sway, yeah, Sway Sway Lee's Lee. an artist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen Manor. come back on the back end. Um, could you contact this artist and let him know he needs a letter of certification or something like that, saying that from from Sway Lee's camp, saying that they authorize this, right. so that if anybody says to pull it down, here's the letter of authorization. Got you.
2: Makes sense.
3: You know.
1: So you educate. Uh, you also. A little more Mm -hmm. hands-on with the artists Mm -hmm. and you can get it any place anyone else can get it
3: yes and and
1: outside of those two things is there anything else that's unique about uh, what you guys are doing
3: yes yes everything that we're doing has not been done and now we're making other Um, digital distribution platforms see what they have to do if they want to keep gaining customers or keeping the customers that they have because like I said a lot of our clientele at least 60% of our clients are from past other existing um, things like for one why we're winning too is like over when you're on these other distribution platforms I know some of them has been making the change because there's new technology coming in when you put a record out for you had to accumulate 275 dollars worth of streams on that particular intellectual property that song before they would send you your first check so you have a lot of artists that's making music and videos and putting them into these systems and then sometimes you can even go to the artist's instagram page and you won't even see their own content being promoted on their page so if they're not doing it on their own page what makes you think once they put it out in the system that they're promoting anywhere else. So now they get frustrated because they're putting out content and they ain't getting no money. So they put out another song and another song and unlike what independent artists don't know. Most of these platforms don't allow you to archive your music together so that when the court is over whatever all your music made they're just going to give you that bread they shut you down by telling you you have to have two you have to make 275 and seventy-five dollar increment your lowest before you can receive your first set of money here at adventures music it's with the latest technology now once you make 35 dollars in streaming you can start pulling your money out yourself we pay out the 15th of every month so you put your request in you look at your analytics your 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 portal see how much money you got if it's 35 dollars, you put in a request at least a minimum of three days before the 15th so that money gets direct deposited.
1: so so you you guys uh, have a standard contract or is it different uh, from artist to artist
3: well our contract is not a contract that locks you into us it's a con it's more of a, a contract to say that if you give us the rights to put up your music and anybody tries to contest the music that they have the rights to it when you go to court or when you're dealing with the the upper dsp the digital distribution platforms he who has the paperwork is the official holder
1: so are are the are the agreements exclusive or non-exclusive
3: it's non-exclusive as an independent art. remember we we're about independence right so how can we be trying to lock you into contracts or lock you into certain things if we're claiming to empower independent artists. All right. So, so, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: So, let's say you have a contract with an artist to distribute their music for a year. And then they decide after that they want to go to another platform like they want to move on to United Masters yes. or something like that. Do you remove all their uploads because they no if, longer work if with If
3: requested, you? it can be done, but we would recommend to an artist if you're getting your money on it, leave it where it's at and just give the new platform, new music. No,
2: I agree, but there are some services that actually, like, if you stop working with them, they remove your uploads. Well,
3: most of the corny, most of the name brand ones, if your song doesn't, they tell you you could come on their platform for free, or you pay twenty dollars for a year or whatever to upload music and everything. Those shits is bullshit because once your song don't generate money, if you're not gonna pay with your credit card to keep it up there, they take it down. Got you. And so you, it's not so you all don't do that no we don't do that your shit stays up there for perpetuity and infinity that's your shit you own it we don't own nothing you're just giving us the rights legally to distribute your shit and collect the money for streaming and downloads
1: okay so you don't only do music you, you also do video content video content okay well would would that con- would that be considered like uh short films movies feature films we're, stuff we're getting like
3: that. into that that's why I was, you know, earlier offline, we were speaking about Clash TV, all these streaming platforms. Shout out to my man, Rush. Rush Evans over there at For Us, By Us TV. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? If y'all don't know about For Us, By Us TV, you need to go and download that app and support. That's a black-owned content streaming and they have great shows and movies. If you're tired of watching the same old movies on Netflix and Hulu, go over. I'm okay. telling you, go I've over. I've seen
2: over some. There. I've seen some ads for it. Yeah, man, I know they got a show with Moni Slaughter coming out. Yes, I've they, seen that. They
3: have a lot of content over there. Content that you have not seen, movies you haven't seen, and Aren't everything, they? and it's free for us buyers for us by tv so it's, it's an Google app TV. so you, yeah, can, you can get it through the app and you can it's put it on your
1: smart tv smart and on, TV, on your phone yeah, it's
3: just like you go onto the ruku or the fire yeah thing. yeah yeah. I, I yeah got you Roku. can access these things you can also access it on fox soul shout I out to my, to my man Jay it. alexander my man rush Robert Evans
1: soul shout Fubu. to Foxhole, but I'm just keeping Fubu's it above that is a horrible it's horrible station it's, it's a start it's a start,
3: platform, it's a start yeah. for people you had to have a stepping stone and you tweak yeah, and you yeah, build yeah. please
1: please start Keep get is the it, tweaking for
2: get the us tweaking over us. There. they're also covering Saucy Santana's yes, show yes that's his well. coming it's dropping and in and he just signed to yeah. um, is it RCA he just signed to them so shout out to yes Fubu's for us back
3: by you. us TV I support them shout out to Jay Alexander yes Jay that's Jay one of the parts one of those in the clubs with us yeah you know jay and my man robert, um, robert rush evans he was the cameraman and director behind a lot of mona scott's um first few years of um loving hip-hop and loving all this was right right loving
1: hip-hop Oof, what a blow Oof. to the to the to the community but let's let's keep, yeah, it, but let's what, keep it going but
3: as, as far as adventures music man it, there's nothing none of these other platforms are doing what we're doing we're actually empowering the independent artists producers and everything you know we have artists that decided to be an artist came out on adventures music been putting their music out some went to majors it ain't work out some winded up being on tv and stuff you know um irv picked up one or two artists artists from 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 our farm you know irv looks at it That's like a, like it's a farm like you guys are generating mad talent, and he picked a lot of artists from Adventure's music and made singles for them and, and put it out.
2: This is this is a side um, question. Is he still working with Saya?
3: S R R the producer.
2: Um, no, the the rapper. He was working um, with a rapper named Saya S I Y A. Ra-
3: right now, Irv's not really working with any rappers because he just finished up his season three of Tales. He's just working on Made in America. That's going to be a movie that's coming out. Um, He's about to go on the road with his talent search again, looking for independent artists for his um, movie and TV show. Um, He's releasing the Murder, Inc. documentary drops, I think, right after the um, BET Awards.
2: Okay. Um, Nice. He's
3: he's finishing up writing the um, Supreme Team movie. And I believe he has a big announcement Coming up very um, soon Yeah hip hop documentaries
1: man They like Just anything that's Really talking about hip hop And getting to the crust Of what was going on back in the day Or some situations that you You knew what was going on But you ain't really know All the intricate details Like that's That's a big move Because Ooh, um, watching um, Ooh, What's his Ooh, name Watching tank. Ralph McDaniels Ooh, shit tank. Did you watch uh, Video Music Box's, um Documentary on Showtime or was it hbo was it showtime i didn't even even know they had one
3: for um ralph mcdonald's that one slipped me you you gotta you gotta watch that i'm definitely gonna go i see the
1: hbo or showtime one or the other it was it was definitely yeah get all those on my fire stick shout
3: out to my fire stick yeah
1: shout shout to fire stick shout to everybody stealing you know
3: hey listen here's the american way brother yeah that's it's all Got listen way. man I,
1: I do it too if anybody out there has a hulu password you can pass it on to me i need <laughs> me a hulu password for real i think
3: netflix now is about to, is cutting down the amount of people who can use their yeah. password i think yeah. it was five i think they're doing it down to two now because they say too many people passing the yeah. passwords well and it needs to, it
1: needs to at least be three
2: we
3: gotta pay for that. Well, we won't see now.
1: I know that's what like, they're supposed to That's crazy, to do. Mm-hmm. man. Yeah, so, so Dex, man, you know, we're we about to touch an hour, so give give me a social, let them know where to get at you, man.
3: And, um, you oh, know, you, we can take you, from there, man. you want me to put 25 years in one? I, hour? I,
1: we can't do 25 we years, exactly. We, yeah, we, yeah, we gotta, you know, <laughs> we gotta keep it, keep it, keep it veal, you know. Uh-huh. Um, Americans. Attention
3: span. It's
2: really short.
3: It's i got really you. short. I got you. I got you. you got you. Got to break it down and put it into the YouTube Shorts. Exactly. Pick you got to give that it a nice. uh See,
2: That's that digital stuff. He know. Yeah. He know. The you
3: know. Nice I had, little I had, bites. I had so much information. Well, and and look, look, well, we i did We, we could do a little more, man. Let's keep get to. Forward, I man. didn't. You know, like you know, I do podcasts. I produce podcasts myself. Okay. And when we have without a guest, we might run close to forty-five an hour. But with a guest. It could be under two hours because in radio and, and podcast land and everything, it's either you're going to do take a half an hour worth of content and make it into an hour worth of content. Or you're going to take an hour worth of content and make it into two hours. The hour and a half, hour and 15 minutes don't really work accordingly. So if you have only have a half an hour content, you got to make it an hour content.
2: You dropping gems, y'all. Yo.
3: You know, um, another thing I would tell artists right now is, man, listen here. You have paraplegics making more money than artists right now, just simply off of the Instagram. Yo, reviews. you know,
1: you speaking of, of other people making money. I was watching um the Amber Heard Johnny Johnny Depp trial. Mm. I was watching it on YouTube uh, on a, a station. I'm I'ma just plug them. It called Legal Bites. Mm-hmm. It's literally lawyers watching the trial, and. and- yeah. And just saying, you know, watching it live and, you know, when the objections and explaining some of the terminology that they hearing, mm-hmm. some of, you know, the, yeah. the legalese that we hear in the courtroom, mm-hmm. they breaking all that down. And they are sitting there receiving thousands of dollars in super chats, just watching the trial with you yeah, it's like instead of you watching the news mm-hmm. you know so so that's the thing man that you really gotta tap into social media especially mm-hmm. streaming and all that I mean it's it's money out there it's yes, money out there my but you just gotta think about it
3: man you
2: gotta find my what you reels, my and capitalize reels is, on my reels man. is
3: popping my dude yeah cause it's so simple that's what I'm saying people out here trying to be an artist and you put out a record right and you can't make $275 now you have a paraplegic that can only put a stylus in their mouth but has two laptops or two phones. They're taking other people's content and just transferring it to the to their reels and posting it and making money. Here is an artist doing all this hoopla
2: and they can't make t- yeah
3: <laughs> that's where, where Adventures monetize.
2: music comes in. That's,
3: that's where, where we, we music educate. Comes. You know, it's like here's another thing, right? 95% of the devices that people listen to music and stream is mobile oh yeah right 27 percent of that what's left of that might be desktop then the one percent might be you know through voice something voice over something you know blog or whatever things like that then a lot of artists don't understand that when you're on these other streaming platforms i mean digital distribution platforms they don't educate you so it's a lot of things that you don't know that you need to do to your music before you put it into the system you understand what I'm saying? Like for once, um there's this level called loofs. You're an engineer. loves Loofs, right? That's yeah. the levels of loudness, relativity mm-hmm. to the mix and all that is yeah. loofs. That's a certain frequency, right? So when artists are mixing their records, the engineers don't know, or the mixers don't know who's mastering. They don't even know. I was this about information, to say it's right? up to the producer, but then they, they don't even know producers. this information.
1: W- wait, who who are you saying the, the people, <coughs>
3: the, the, the engineers, the person mastering? Well, the I guess record? I
1: guess because I'm into it, I know. But continue. Right.
3: Yeah, you see, when, I said, really Lufs, you were, you, when I said Lufs, you were when I said you were aware. If I said this same thing on ten podcasts, I think maybe you and Two other people might have even had some idea of what I'm talking
1: about. Yeah, the, le- the levels for Spotify has to be about 14 LUFS. Um, for mastering CDs or just like general music, it's nine, minus nine uh, LUFS. Uh, I believe for, you, not YouTube, YouTube is 12 LUFS. Um I, I, know, I know the scale because yeah, so I, I you know do it scale. all the time. Uh, so yeah. I,
3: but a lot of people mastering the mixing, they don't notice. because a lot of people are learning from YouTube and going on the go. Because they're not and, real producers. Yeah, exactly. But you, you, see, that's the thing. In a, in a world now where accessibility to what you want to be and what you want to do is great. So people, if you want to be an artist, you can be an artist. If I'm a distribution company and I'm promoting independent artists, if you bring me a record, if you like it, I love it. You're independent. Your creativity is what you created. Rather people buy it or not, that's not my job. My job was to take what you envisioned and put it in all these stores.
1: Whether, whether you like it or not. So yes. you're not biased to it. I don't know if she asked the question yes. much so earlier good, yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. And, and we took the slow boat to China to get there. But she's basically asking if it's whack, will you put it out? And the answer is yes.
3: Yes. Yes. Because how then uh, that's not right. You know Somebody wants to be in music And they making trash Somebody's gonna like yeah, that trash Yeah
1: because I have heard Some some songs that I was like I would never Give this my attention But It got views You know There's
3: 22 million Independent artists In the United States
1: Speaking of numbers You're On you guys distribution How many artists Are you working with currently On our platform Yeah
3: um, Probably about 7 to 8 thousand That's a lot Yeah but I'm nowhere near Um empire or i, I think so I, so I mean so i'm, I'm probably if they're running close to united masters i, I and think stuff probably
1: like because empire just has a little more branding.
3: no the empire has like a 15 year run at one time they were like the only ones besides they, okay um, what
1: was their name before it
3: they, they wasn't their name it was um
1: it wasn't Empire before no, It was something Empire, else Because um, I got
3: a check from them I can't yeah, remember I, I, I know the name uh, I, I, uh, I, I can't remember I, at the moment But he left from that company And started Empire okay. He left
2: Wasn't it Ingrooves That he left from I think it was Sorry, it, it was, was it No, nah, it, it wasn't He was not the CEO Shazi he, he, Or is it
1: it was another. It was another. Was
3: 11, I know the name, but I can't remember. It was, At the, I the time, they they had
1: an office um somewhere like uh in the, uh, on the west side in the twenties, like east, east west twenty eighth, somewhere around there.
3: It's, it's I can't an remember the name. I, I should know. I know it. I just I can't remember the, tip the name.
1: Because uh, Dame Dash took Sizzler over there to put that album out. E-one, E-one. Was it, I can't remember was the name coach. of it. I think it was Koch. I think it was Koch. I think it was Koch. Now, if I, if somebody out there kno-
3: turns to E1, if,
1: if somebody out there knows differently, then maybe yeah, I'm go. wrong. But I, I think it was Koch. I could be wrong, but I, I know I got to check from them. Though.
3: Yeah. So getting back to that list, <laughs> and the Money reason why, why I say that and why I was saying how many devices people listen to the reason why looks is important. And I want these lower level understanding artists to understand why, because we listen to devices on Bluetooth we listen it to the car through those boom boxes through ipods through wireless headphones all wide headphones when you have the right lift scale mix right through no matter what device somebody listen on yeah. it's always going to give it translates quality. Yeah. see
1: so me as a so you know i started out mixing and then i got into the mastering and mm-hmm. i learned a lot doing both and um, when you do a, a really loud mix, it doesn't necessarily mean it's mastered. It's just loud. <laughs> and if it's too loud, when you upload it to these platforms, they turn your music down. They will turn it down and it squashes the sound. So it doesn't sound the same. So the, the finished product, product that you put out that you want the world to hear, they don't get to hear that exactly as you want because you uploaded it too loud. You know, right. and, and some some of these platforms will reject it if it's too loud because I've had um, people yes. come to me and be like yo I, I did a song at the studio, I uploaded it, but it's too loud. How, what could we do And then I, I put it in and the mix is, is what we as engineers call is bricked. It's just like one long brick all the way across. And I'm like wow. that, that's the that's why there's no dynamic range so And, and, and
3: that? with that said, when the when the premium DSP's streaming platforms get that content, they don't put, they're selective about what, what avenues they're going to put it on to give it traction. Right. So if your stuff is loud and all that or distorted, you're going to be on iTunes or Apple. And it's going to sound horrible. But, but they're not going to pair your song in algorithms that's already um, moving with that type of music. Right. So that's why I try to explain artists, you know the premium partners the spotify's the claire channels the apple music all that they are funny about the quality of your next the they'll have you on their platform but your song won't go far because they're not really wanting to represent that
1: you see and i'm i'm very aware of that and even with my podcast um, i pride myself on making sure that the audio is top notch mm-hmm. because if you just get finished listening to joe rogan uh, and then you listen to me. I don't want it to be a drop off. You know what yes, I'm saying? I don't yes, want you I to listen and that. be like, I can't listen to this. this. This shit don't sound right now. I know right. this is the the biggest uh, person doing podcasts in the world right now. Yes. But I still want to be comparable. Like when as you just, should. just as audio is concerned, right. I want my shit to be crispy. So you listen and you like, All right, right. I don't have to turn that off. I think it gives you a leg up. People will more listen to it if they hear it and they hear in the quality. Well,
3: you, you knew that. Way before you knew What you're just telling me As a DJ When you're playing music On one turntable And you go to the other song You don't want that record To drop low No This is why DJs You artists Don't really play your music Just right on the spot Quality because they change. don't know if when they put it in there and they mix it if it's going to drop or what you know cuz a lot of these artists they don't care they just it's like they go into the studio they make the record the same engineer that's recording it, puts a soft mix on it and then they good with that the engineer doesn't really know that much or if he does he's like man these type of dudes I'm gonna just take the money they like it yeah. I love it and just wrap them up, and that's what they uploading
1: I know I know a lot I mean a lot of songs that we hearing out there, they not master Nah, I listen on the radio sometimes. I'd be like, nah, that those, those yeah, snares is the radio, way too loud. Even on the radio, that that voice is too muddy. It's too much lowing on that voice. I can't not listen that way. Like once you train yourself uh, as, mm-hmm. as an engineer and you learn certain things, like you hear, hear it, it yeah. different. And it's like, nah, that's not that's Just not right. like a write. cook,
3: you can smell it and you can see that they did it wrong in that dish. <laughs> you know, once yeah. you a profess, once you're a professional in something. you're gonna have these senses that average person don't have that's a fact you trained yourself to get these senses or you just naturally have and i
1: I have been sitting behind that computer uh with pro tools since 2004 that is when i bought pro tools so i have years and years of experience you know i've made i've made mistakes (laughs) you know as we all do you know and, and you learn from it and you get it right and and now like i i get a song and i get it back to an artist in an hour if if that like i, I listen to it I, I hear what i need to hear i tighten it up i send it back one two three I, and i can say man for the last five six years i've had rare complaints about any of my work and that just comes over time you just you listen you learn and you try to understand and i also stay up, stay up with what's going on in terms of technology you have to you know software computers or what what the latest trend is and no matter what this is one other thing and i, and I want artists to understand is no matter what you're doing you got to remember that your competition is the top 10 songs on the radio whatever those songs sound like sonically that is your competition if you're trying to do that you need to listen to that and i'm not saying mimic that but sonically it needs to sound like that because that's what the people are rocking with at the time. That's what's, what's in, in, in the, that's the mix in the water and mm-hmm. it can't really go against the grain. You just got to kind of fall in. Mm. You know let I mean?
3: me, let me ask you a question from your experience. Both of y'all can answer that. What is the main purpose for radio in this digital era?
1: Oh man. um, For me, it doesn't seem that as important anymore i think at one point you had to kind of campfire around the radio to listen to what was coming next but i think the computer the smartphone and everything else changed the game Um, i think radio is still a a big medium but it's not as powerful as it once was like that it's like a a old fighter that still got that one knockout punch but they moving slow as hell Yeah
2: i would say it's like background music on a car ride (laughs) they'll look forward to certain shows like you know like early in the morning used to go to school listen to the breakfast club type of stuff but nobody does it anymore you know now we have podcasts to listen to we We decide what we want to listen to. We have Apple Music. We have Spotify. We have literally like on the radio, you would listen to it and you would learn the new songs that dropped and see what's hot right now. You don't need that anymore because on Apple Music, it tells you what's trending, tells you if your favorite artist just dropped a song. And now we have TikTok and now TikTok is blowing up songs before the radio. So it's like,
3: mm. yeah, that's what we are. Because radio can't give you the analytics that the Internet can give you. No, but and it it it's, better to, it's better to have the knowledge of where you're popping at so you can address that. Right. It's better to have the knowledge where you're not popping at so you can address that. Radio can't give you that. Radio can't tell you how many people are listening to your music. They can tell you how many times your song was played.
1: That's a fact. You know, as you as you say that, it's, it's bugged out, man. Like when I look at my analytics for this podcast i have a lot of people listening to me in the middle east for for some reason i'm Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that they just must be people in the army or something like that but the numbers is high over there like damn like it's just weird that you just never know who's gonna gravitate towards whatever it is you're doing like i mean there's people listening all over the world but when i see the middle east come up and i would be like who over there exactly i'm like wait a minute 15 (laughs)
3: percent is listening
1: from over there that is, is, is it's weird to me
3: my The members on Adventures Music, right? I get to see some of their back end stuff and I see the countries, cities that their music is streaming in. So when I do reach out to them online or they just saying, What's up to me? I'll be like, Yo, you need to look at your portal and see where your music is streaming at and then go and write a caption and post a new post and put that caption in Google Translator to whatever country. You're streaming in. And put those things up in your captions, on your reels, your social networks, whatever. Right. Put the country flag. You see what I'm saying? Hashtag a few hot love. things in that country. So you could try to jump into an algorithm that's shadowing you already. And you, you understand what I'm saying? Right, right. I tell people, if your music is streaming in Israel, man, put that caption in, in Google Translate it into Hebrew. And post it. Everybody listens to hip hop. The culture of America is hip hop. That's a They're thing. selling our culture. They told us our culture was bad and then they turn around and act like white people invented box braids or cornrows now. Ooh, like they it. did this and they did that. Bo Derek you understand what i'm saying they're selling our culture every commercial that's on tv is interracial couples in a car commercial and a yeah,
0: grocery store
3: me. commercial rather it's a chinese a white a black and a white however this is what it. this is the best time to be black now nah, black is money it's always been money but it's a cultural thing now you know it's a trend it's a fad and you know bil- billionaires ahead. now are coming out of their billionaire hiatus and hanging out with these rappers, when you see these rappers, when you see these girls, when you see these R&B artists and some of these athletes constantly flying in these private jets everywhere they're going. And you're like, how the fuck is they getting this money to do that? they not generating that money. That's these well-off people wanting to be friends with these artists that has private planes and, and shit like that. But these artists make it seem like if they buying these or they making these moves. Got you. All illusion you know listen man it's 25 to 50 racks one way oh i Shits know it's like that so some of these artists that i see always talking about they flying these private i'm like where they getting this bread
1: yeah because we know it ain't from your streams
3: <laughs> yes where they getting this bread i i'm telling you the millionaires and billionaires they want to be friends with these celebrities these rappers these these r&b artists these black at- they want to be down with. they want to be for the Look in Miami. They bought the Formula One last week. Everybody was out there. Pharrell is out there. Well, he said? All Pharrell kept saying when they was interviewing. All I know is I'm out here with my man Jim Miller or some shit like that. The white dude he's hanging out with. This dude, who, do, who I'm quite sure Jim Miller must be somebody, right? But he's going to Formula One with Pharrell. Out of all his friends he can have. You see what I'm saying? Look, look at Elon Musk. Who is who? Who you seen Elon Musk hanging out with? But you know, he's Elon Musk is hanging out with Kanye. He's hanging out yeah. with um A B, the 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 football yeah, player Antonio that Yeah. You know, these these millionaires, look at Mark Cuban, he's been hanging you know yeah, he, what I'm he's saying? Been he's been, been around, down. yeah. These power dudes is they hanging out with these you know what I'm saying? It's the culture. Who doesn't want to have the swag that our millennial carries, my nigga? They That's want the
2: swag. They just don't want the
3: struggles that come with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, they, they, they uh, like to hang out with black people when it's convenient. Yes. Yeah. But but shout to them. Shout to everybody doing their thing. You know, I ain't I ain't play a hatin'. Do what you do. Have a great time. Fly on them yeah. jets. Get that money. Pop that champagne. Whatever it is you rocking with, rock yeah. on now, brother. We we here for you, man. So shout to everybody getting that money with them billionaires.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of white people denouncing their whiteness, man.
1: Yeah, so we got a lot of Rachel Dolezals running
3: around. <laughs> I no, mean, nah, but no, nah, it's a good thing because they're upset that they've been lied to. This is why the, you know, They having these issues With um, what's, the, what's the thing They want to teach in school What they call it again
2: Are we talking about the
3: They want to teach The, the real whole? history The true history And the republicans And certain white people The dinosaurs Like nah just Oh, oh just critical act, like, race
1: Critical race theory uh, cri- uh, Yeah You know I'm they
3: fighting These else. things Because they, they, they don't want You know a lot of White people now They love this black culture They love it And they finding out Like their moms Or their pops Was lying to them About blacks and they're like man them people's is cool they're not animals and savages you yeah look, if you lock me in a box mom and, and 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 give me only guns and drugs and liquor stores what do you think i'm gonna be doing i'm yeah. gonna turn out like cause the white dudes who grew up like that that's how they turned out too
1: i knew it was different uh way back in the day you know i grew up in crown heights mm-hmm. and you know you know how a, a whole bunch of people from the neighborhood get on a train go to coney island yeah right so there's a bunch of us went to coney island one day and uh, we walked now we was hopping the train stop we ain't had no real money it was just we just was going to do what we could do so we we would go to the train station if it was cops there we walked to the next stop and we would try to get on there if it wasn't no cops there so walking to the next stop we went in a corner store and you know i'm thinking i'm gonna get my 50 cent juice and my chips and everything that i normally get around the way and we and we in brighton beach now you know it's white people out there and None of the stuff that we bought in our neighborhood was in that store. None of it. Like the juices, everything was different. The sodas was different. All those brands was different. And I'm like, I'm seeing shit. I never seen before. That's the first time I seen Fiji water. I was like, <laughs> what is that? They sell water. I'm bugging in my head because yeah. in, in our neighborhood, you ain't seen none of that shit. You seen quarter, quarter waters. Water. Exactly. And shit, you bite them and drink them. That's it. That's all we saw. Quarter water, 50 cent juice, regular chips and all of that. And I started to kind of realize that, wait a minute there is a difference. There was, there was definitely a difference. And you know, they would have that, that tropical fantasy 50 cent soda. <laughs> you only found that in the hood. If you went anywhere else, By design. that shit was not there. So it's like, well, what is in that shit then? So, yeah, you got to so start, start it, paying so attention. So giving it to us? Yeah, there's a lot going on, man. Like, you know, I caught on to social promotion really early. You know, um, I was, I can, I'm just be honest, man. Like, and, um, and, in eighth grade i didn't do shit like i hung out i ran around with my friends we just cut school all the time we used to go we used to go uptown to one of my homies his his moms lived uptown and he was staying with his grandmother in brooklyn so his mother worked during the day bunch of us would go to his house while the moms is at work we out there playing nintendo eating up all the food doing all kind of bullshit and i just went to school to take you know, your statewide test yeah, and this yeah. test, that was it. And I still got promoted. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. And and that shit scared me because I was like, oh these motherfuckers don't care
3: Nah, they just getting the check
1: yeah so when i got the ninth grade i buckled down but i can honestly say eighth grade was a blur like in terms of school because i didn't do shit i just hung out you know what i mean and and it real i realized that they don't care like if whether you get through or not they don't care so you gotta really care about where you end up and and really studying and, and understanding what's going on out here man these people don't give
3: a fuck it's it's so much deception going on out here from our government from our celebrities you know they're human too, celebrity and, worship and, 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 bro. and they have wrong they might be a basketball player football but they still have these different kind of mindsets you know what I'm saying and and that's these are the, these are the, these are the issues these are the problem people a lot of people need to change their mindset yeah I grew up in an era if me and five people is hanging on a corner and five of us have Rolexes on every five Rolex is all five are real this era now you come up in the corner and five dudes got rolexes four of them are fake but nobody is blowing up the fake ones you know when i came up if you came up with a fake shit niggas is going to clown you and you're going to take it off around us because we don't do that but now all the fake ones protect all that fake ones because everybody's doing fake shit my
1: shit fake so yeah, i ain't gonna blow up his fake shit so because we chilling with these fake shit yeah
3: so it's things like that it's all this killing all this shit is going on that got me inside loving my computer tell me about it y'all uh, listen to me i could lock in when when the, when the pandemic started i was good i already had isolation practice from being incarcerated
1: shout to everybody who made
3: it through the pandemic let me give you all around the i applause. was fine being by myself for weeks and <laughs> months at a time until i had that urge and i had to step out and you know i had to touch something touchy-feely situations you see what i'm saying other than that i could stay in the fucking crib. i don't need no girlfriend i don't need no drama i'm i'm hustling right now yeah and the worst thing for a man or a woman to do when they're hustling is to have somebody nagging at them giving them ultimatums Dang, I mean, and, I mean, I mean. and different shit. look it's either you want the time and the love or you want the money you preacher but you can't fucking have both Ooh. pass the deck. Not as a black man right now pass the deck's diamond in the building everybody you know what i'm saying he, so it's like i'd rather just date you and if i get a little touchy feely cool if, if not but, but that's hey. about it but you
2: don't want it to be serious no. you don't want to have to commit. I mean eventually to come somebody's gonna,
3: somebody. gonna gonna you know uh, something's gonna snatch me up differently and make me want to stay longer with this one but right now i'm nah. hustling like most people are out here they trying to get the bag. Yeah. I'm trying to get the combination to the vault. I am no longer on thinking of master plans. I'm on my final plans. Ooh. You understand Fair. what I'm saying? So Cast the next I diamond. I can't oh, wow. study the champagne and the jewelry and the fashion. Been there, done that. And if I could have kept doing it, I would still be doing it.
1: You know what's amazing?
3: But my mindset is different.
1: How they've uh, made it socially acceptable and almost cool to throw your money away yes right it's yes. it's cool to just go blow twenty thirty thousand dollars yes. in the strip club yes so dumb. that is crazy to me bro and then somebody will come back and say well if you ain't got it you know it ain't tricking if you got it nigga tricking is tricking wasting money is wasting money i can't Seeing see it man it's just listen if you got kids that money you throwing their money away you throwing your kids money away
2: college tuition
1: you know uh and in the clubs they had especially in the reggae clubs they had a a thing called money wheel when they throw the money on the turntable you wheel up the song started over and i was in and back in the day i was in um caribbean dome we vibes and it's turned up everybody vibes up money wheel money wheel. everybody throwing (laughs) money this dude threw away over two thousand dollars right and then when the party was over he was really outside regretting that shit like yo i can't believe i just did that dumb shit yo i need to tell that nigga he got to give me at least a thousand of that back like nah you pay for the little hype that it's gonna mm-hmm. get you uh, for the little 10 15 minutes that people gonna remember it, and that's it it cost you two grand how you gonna pay your rent now bro and they ain't gonna
2: it, think about that next week you no stupid. exactly and, broke.
1: and and now you can't go at you done through two thousand you threw 2000 last week. You can't come in here and throw two, $200. You can't. You now nah, you, nah, you, you're forced the
3: pressure. Why it, you think it, a lot of robbery it, and shit going on yeah. here? They remember last year, it was just good a year ago. It was it was fashion. It was crab legs. It was 1942. Yeah. Everybody had a wave, right? Once they stop all that money, dudes had to go back out there mm-hmm. and figure it out. And a it's lot of them can't out. figure it out. Yeah. So they rob it and steal it. They back to that And then what this, is, this is This is My analysis On what got the guns Crazy In the United States Especially in New York too Everybody was getting money There's no police On the streets This drill music Is the theme For the time Right Guns 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 Hunt Get your op So if you want to be in that Or if you like that You got to get a gun When I grew up The same five dudes That we all wearing real shit Here comes another dude that's cool with us Brandishing a brand new gun he got But we know this dude is a clown He's either going to shoot himself Shoot somebody that didn't need to get shot Or bring heat down on us So when he comes up in the circle Talking about he got his brand new gun One of the five people is going to take that gun from him So here what I'm trying to say is Everybody had money They buying the guns You got pussy niggas Fuck boys dumb bitches, stupid people, whatever, everybody got gun. The the, the scariest gay dude got a fucking gun. They scared to fight. They they scared to get beat up. They get hurt if you scream and yell too hard at them. And they want to shoot. Then when they shooting, they closing their eyes. They shooting for stupidness and nonsense. Reason why? Here's one of the reasons. When I was coming up, girls used to push guys buttons in this generation girls are pushing and pulling their buttons now on the guys a lot of guys is soft and faking they don't have nowhere to live they don't know how to make no bread and they find a young lady like yourself who kind of got a good head but you love the thug life you understand what i'm saying He's driving your car when you go to work. Yep. When it's the weekend time and you want to go out, you're giving the money for a haircut. (laughs) You're giving the money for this. You're giving the money for that. But most of all, you love that motherfucking op music. You love that drill shit. So when he's at a party with you and I step on his feet and he looks at me and sees that, you know, I don't want no smoke with this dude. He lets it go. But that's not you you love the op shit you Uh-oh. love that drill shit you saying to your man now oh you saw you let that dude say you just gonna let him walk by you ain't push him you ain't do nothing now this sensitive ass motherfucker he got
2: something he's going
3: over there where his other five mans them is at right and he's saucing up the story on them and then another clown nigga in there Figure that it's numb we we got numbers yeah let's go fuck the nigga up yeah if i snuffed the nigga everybody else is gonna jump just in just rush him it should be a whole bunch of bullshit but i'm saying it's a lot of you women control that shit
1: oh i've seen video after video online of chicks stirring shit up it. yes and then and then the dude is dead and then yes. she's like i ain't know that was gonna
3: happen all types yeah some bitches knew one. it was gonna happen she was trying to get the nigga merc so she could fuck with his man because he getting Ooh. money Yeah, just Ooh. a couple of months ago i was at a party and something like that
1: happened like um You know, we all had a table, everybody standing around drinking. It was my man's birthday party, so we we drinking. The dude walks off to go to the bathroom. Another guy arrives with two young ladies, and they standing at the table, too. Now, one of the young ladies is taking pictures of herself with all the drinks behind her. You know she profiling, (laughs) right? Now, the dude that put money in on this, he came back, and he kind of slid behind her because that's That's his his spy, right? Okay. She got her feelings about that. And went to the guy that she came with And was like yo this dude whatever whatever he, uh, And now this guy came over to, to start beefing with the dude Who this is his shit you know, and it was just crazy. It's like you can't front in front of somebody else's table. So so you them. mad and you went and you went to get this dude so he can come and start shit with this guy. But they you know, they ended up squashing it, but I I just stood there and watched yeah, the whole yeah. shit
3: play out and I'm like, I hate these types of bitches. Same 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 For fucking hood rats. Exactly. <laughs> same scenario. I'm in planet Hollywood. Same shit. We all dancing, chilling, but we got tables there. I look around I see shorty two shorties going through pouring through every bottle trying to put some in their glass as they get down to the end of the hour table they see some closed bottles and uh, open bottle they think we must have left or whatever and they they sat down and opened up the other bottle and started I like shorty what you doing? Yo get up from around there Come out from behind there She's like what Blah 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 Cause I'm by myself So she's thinking like I couldn't possibly control All of this shit She don't know All my homegirls And my niggas And we all over there On the banister Looking over And shit like that Cause this is Planet Hollywood Anybody who knows How Planet Hollywood Was set up in Times Square it Was that 45th and Broadway Do mm-hmm. you know how it was set It was two levels You know what I'm saying So she started giving me lip I'm like Does this bitch know who I am Yo I pull back my hand I swear to God I was known for this shit too And I slapped the shit out of that bitch Bam right there For disrespecting me on my own shit Like you said Right She said oh you gonna see You gonna see You gonna see And she stormed off And went on to the other side of the club So same time my homegirls And them you know We trickling back to the table And I'm telling my niggas Them what happened Like yeah whatever These niggas you know One that they can get it It's our shit Fuck wrong with them You know what I'm saying My phone starts ringing my man, I answered, I, it's my man, Low. Shout out to Low. He locked him down. It's like, Low, what up? He said, Yo, you in planning Hollywood? I said, Yeah. He said, Yo, you just slapped the shit out of a bitch? I said, Yeah, you in here? He said, Nah. Cause my man called me because they was about to come over to your table and one of them said, Yo, I think that's a low man over there. So they caught Low. And he said, Yo, your man over there just slapped the shit out of my bitch. He said, This is what Low told me on the phone. He said, He just what he told the dude. He said, Yo, if that's my man and he did slap your bitch she was out of fucking pocket and that was that was that was the last of it
0: Mm. that
2: could have
3: could have went differently differently. it it
1: could have it could have i mean i've seen it happen bro so i know it's a real thing man and i think it's far too many brothers out here getting killed over the smallest little bullshit like you know it was a, a viral uh, video online with a girl, and she was saying, "You know, some of y'all chicks need to cut this shit out. You know, y'all get into an argument with a nigga on the block, and then you exaggerate that shit. And now them niggas is too. going through it all summer. That that's a she fact." She it on.
3: She said, "It was you, little bitches. You bitches. Yeah, yeah it, I it's a fact. It's a yeah. fact. Like yeah. I've
1: seen that shit happen way too many <laughs> times because you overly emotional. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you out here stirring shit up, stirring mm-hmm. the pot, and mm-hmm. some shit jump off, and and you want to make it more than it really." Mm-hmm. Is you know like the brother that got killed um, I don't know if it was Louisiana was one of those states And she called the guy But she was like there he go right there yeah, yeah, that's the guy that I said pushed me the other yeah. day, right? Mm-hmm. And the dude walks over to him, pulls a gun out, claps him in the doorway, and then she's running, and, and and one of the other women tell her why you do that, and she says I ain't know he was going to do that.
2: What did you think he was going to yeah. do when you pointed this man out and said this is the one who did? Uh, 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 what did you think? was And gonna then happen? when you seen
1: when you seen the video mm-hmm. from what she's describing, where uh, she's claiming that he pushed her, what he was doing was. Not allowing her and another girl To jump yeah. somebody else He was stepping in the middle of it Like mm-hmm. y'all not gonna beat her up
2: But she was mad She couldn't get Right so
1: because she couldn't beat the girl up She was like oh now I'm gonna, I'm gonna get somebody to do something to you And now he's dead Over some some petty Annie bullshit it's, That's
3: and why
2: Somebody doing time This, for this is time
3: why, time. why I, I stay in the house What am I supposed to do I'm walking down the street And you're whooping the shit out of her What am I supposed to do
1: well, I mean, society says you're supposed to step in and help her. That's what society says. Yeah, but then says. when I
3: kill dude that was whooping her ass because me and him getting into a fight because I'm going to fucking jail. Yeah, yeah. So I don't take my phone out and record, but I don't jump in either. Yeah, it's that's why I stay the the nice. house. You
1: know, we had this discussion on on my radio show a couple of weeks ago, and I, and I said, listen, I'm not. Because they were talking about Protect black women And what does that look like I'm not Putting my body at risk If it's a total Now if somebody Was doing something to her I'm all in like, I'm not gonna walk by And see her harm her This is my people Because you know them Exactly But just a fucking stranger On the street I'm not gonna do that. I'll call the cops for you right. if, if Now if I can st- Stop him from like If he got a bat And he's about to bash your skull And maybe I'll grab the bat And like yo chill But as far as me like Getting in this nigga face And just straight up Defending you I'm not doing that but She
2: might go back to him anyway Exactly To be told You don't know what they got what? going on And some women don't even want you they be like Why do you do that We're fine Like
3: no nah, I'm not i call the cops for you, like when, you I, when I was coming up Growing up When I was coming up Girls used to be able to call me And I would even get other dudes And we will go and handle some dudes You see what I'm saying Now In my older days Women call me to handle that shit I'll be like call the police
1: Call the police That's a, what they for Niggas is
3: snitching out here
1: Just call the police They
3: tough until you bust their ass
1: Just call the police Yeah
3: so I tell female I can man, I can't do that no more. I got kids trying to finish. And you college. know what?
1: Speaking of calling the police, because people will be like, Oh, you talking about snitching. Let me let me explain nah. the difference, right? Go ahead
3: and I'ma see if your interpretation okay, let, is. Let me mine.
1: let me explain the difference, right? Let me tell you what snitching is. Snitching is when me and Dex and Shanika we go we go on a mission, right? We gonna go get this money from the bank or whatever, right? I get caught, but they get away and then i tell the cops well it was dex and shanika with me that's snitching
2: talk about it
1: that that is that is what snitching is right um when somebody just gets shot right out of just some weird unrelated bullshit and you tell the cops what's going on that's that's a whole different story bro now people say talking to the cops is talking to the cops but you know there's a difference between snitching now if you go on you go do a crime together and you tell cause you got caught, that's that's what snitching is, nigga. That, that's the difference.
3: I, I have somewhat of, of the same interpretation, but I'd look at it like this. The people who can snitch legally are people who are not in the streets. So if you're not in that life, right, and you and you tell the police, you're not a snitch. You're a civilian. Civilians are supposed to snitch. They're supposed to tell. But if you if you banging. Or you doing all this You in the streets You can't tell Because you in that life You in the mix You can't expect a woman Who goes to church every day See you kill the person And not want to tell the police And these days People are intimidated So they don't tell the police Because they come back And kill your son Or kill your uncle Or kill the dog or something So you scared Right But it's a difference You know If like me right now If dude next door to my And the house next door to me Rapes a little young girl, and I know. I'm telling. I'm nigga. telling. I'm telling. Nigga, call me a snatch, cause that could have been your fucking. I'm daughter. fucking telling. That could have been your daughter. Yeah. Now, how do you deal with it when two gangbangers are banging in the street and they shooting with their recklessness and kill a three year old, and you know and you seen? How do you deal with yeah,
1: that? Yeah, it, it, it's sticky because now you got to worry about your safety, like you know, cause if you once you start talking, your name is on paperwork. That's- you know and the way that they change the laws especially here in new york city they get all that information up front like who who's making statements against them and all of that so back in the days when niggas was was uh, talking and hiding until the trial came and then after the whole trial is done you get the transcripts of what happened and now you're seeing names that's that's a thing of the past yeah, yeah, they you know now shit, yeah. nigga they know immediately day so, by day so you gotta courts. be careful with that shit i mean you you have to judge it i, I i'm gonna say you have to judge it on a case by case basis, like you said, the, the child, the shit, like any the kind of molester nigga. I'm telling, you. Uh, exactly. I'm nigga. telling. Uh, exactly, I'm, nigga. telling. I'm, I'm gonna be jumping up and down even with my motherfucking hand up, like, even, ooh, even, pick even if me, if it's nigga. Not. I'm telling.
3: Even if it's my own brother, and I found that my brother was fucking two year old kids. You, you ain't supposed, you ain't supposed to be oh, out here. I'm fucking. I'm busting up my brother. Something's wrong with him. If, if that's well, the case, pedophiles are sick people. You lock them up in jail for twenty years. When they come out, they're gonna do pedophile they, yo, things, yo, man. They pedophiles my
1: nigga, You know, I mean, we talking. So I'm just say it, man. Like you know, um, my my, uh, my my baby mom's right. We broke up back in the day. She started fucking with this next dude. Right, the dude ended up. Raping her little sister. It's some real shit, right? He raped her little sister. He went to jail. He was in jail for like a good 10, 15 years. He came out of jail. She started fucking with him again, believe it or not, because, you know, that's some dirtbag shit. But mm-hmm. she started fucking, knowing that this nigga raped her little sister, mm-hmm. she still started fucking with this nigga again. She's a dirtbag. Exactly. Don't you know that this nigga is back in jail again for raping his niece? so you see how that works bro it, it's it's a sickness that they they just never gonna stop man so i have no sympathy like whatever happens to them happens to them and you know you will not get my silence i will not turn the blind eye leave them fucking kids alone
3: pedophiles are pedophiles the only thing you can do to a pedophile is kill them motherfucker. that's it you lock them up you let them out they're just gonna do pedophile shit
1: i totally agree
3: you know what i'm saying it's- yeah <sighs> crazy
1: All right, we brother. Live in? I, I mean we could talk forever yes but we can the time is running yes sir yeah, time man. is money so so um hit them with your social man let them know where to get at you i mean i know we talked about a whole bunch of different stuff but let them know where they can get at with you man um it's
3: it's dex diamond d-e-x diamond let's get a little closer to the mic i wanted it it's to be. Uh, <laughs> thank you it's it's dex diamond thank you brother d-e-x diamond you know what i'm saying across all platforms um it's adventures music one um it's giving them the business you know these are all outlets that you could dm me and reach me you know what i'm saying also you can reach me through um chris gotti 187 dms as well you know we all affiliated um independent artists tap in with us at adventures music you know we're there for you to help you we're all across the united states we have reps in every city basically you know, it's for us, by us. You eat what you kill. I want to thank Obsession and Sha- how you say it again? Shanika. Shani- Shaniqua. Hey. No, Shanika. not Qua. Oh, no. Ooh, Shani- don't do that. Oh, Shanika. <laughs> Shanika. <laughs> Shanika. <laughs> Shanika.
1: Shanika, Shanika. Shanika. Shanika Chanel. Shanika <laughs> Chanel. I got you my bad. I stand
0: right.
3: corrected. It's
2: all right. But got- before you continue, Adventures is ADD, right? Yes, it it's is. It's not. So you got to let them know. You yeah, got to spell it out for them.
3: Okay. It's ADD dd ventures v-e-n-t-u-r-e-s music you know but just hit me up with dex diamond all that other stuff is accessible through my link tree um don't forget to tune in to the new episode season three of tales on bet coming in june as well as the murder inc documentary nice Looking um don't forget it. um our basketball season you know if those of you don't know dykeman basketball we start um the season out july 5th this year if you can't make it out to dykeman tap into um clash tv app and you see the games live so nice. just tapping with us it's a lot going on man i'm we in the community i'm always in a city near somebody yo
1: nice and uh, uh miss now, you want to give me your, your social
2: Oh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Shanika Chanel, S-H-A-N-I-K-A, S-H-A-N-N-E-L. That is nice. it. That is all. Thank you, DJ Obsession, for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for allowing me to ask you some questions. Dex Diamond, he was dropping gems. This is exciting. I-, I learned a lot of stuff. I learned some things. And truth be told, I know we're wrapping up, but I do want to say for independent artists, it does sound like AdVentures Music is the best way to go because they're offering a lot more than regular digital distribution facts. companies. I just want to throw that out there because I've done some research. I've... You know, seeing some things and eh, they're a pretty good catch y'all alright
1: nice and of course Mines is at DJ Obsession across all platforms just about going to do it for me going to pack it up get the hell out of here uh, I will see you all on the next one thank you all for riding with us appreciate the hell out of you shout out to Dex Diamond for stopping yes, through today shout out to Shanika Chanel for being in the building as well so God first everything else after stay strong stay focused strip to the mind peace to the body if you can't be good you better be careful